I'm AC Brown, and you're listening to Is My Aura On Straight, a podcast designed to help you start living from your core instead of your conditioning. Each week, we'll discuss topics ranging from human design, astrology, metaphysics, spiritual self-development, and everything in between. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight? I am your host, AC Brown. I am your spiritual doula, intuitive strategist, and human design expert, and I'm also an entrepreneur, and I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Is My Aura On Straight? Today's episode is an aura-specific episode. Now, that doesn't mean if it's not your aura, you shouldn't listen Like I said in a previous episode, it is best for you to listen to other aura types when it comes to dealing with people in your life. So just because you are not a generator, because we're going to be talking about generators today, that doesn't mean that you get off the hook for not listening to this episode. Because as we all know, generators and manifesting generators make up a majority of the population. So if you are not a generator then you should definitely listen to this episode so you can learn how to deal with the generator in your life, whether that's your husband or wife, your um, friends, a family member, or even coworkers, or perhaps um, your boss at work or someone who you might be doing business with. So it's really important to just take a look into generators. And so what are we going to be talking about today? Today's episode is titled Generators, What Beyonce Can Teach You About Mastery. I've been wanting to do this episode for a while, but I wanted to give you guys some type of a primer for human design, and then we're going to be talking about more aura type specifics, mixing in some other learning stuff. So generators, get your pen and your piece of paper, and we're going to dive in. So What can Beyonce teach generators about mastery? Now, if you've been anywhere in the world in the past few weeks, you probably heard about the release of the phenomenal, unmatched, untouchable homecoming performance that happened last year at Coachella um, with Beyonce. I saw it last year, stayed up late, watched it on the YouTubes, and was able to, you know, get my Beyonce fix. But what she did, um, which was even one <laughs> great, she did a whole documentary about the process of homecoming. Um, well, about her Coachella performance, but she called the documentary Homecoming. So as we all know who Beyonce is, she is a performing goddess and she has an entire beehive of followers and stands. Um, And she's also able to get non-fans to swoon over her musically, um, swoon over her stage presence, swoon over her attention to detail. Beyonce has truly mastered her career. And we're going to get into that a little bit later in the episode. So what you might not realize about Beyonce's determination in creating these masterful experiences it's really connected to her human design strategy as pure generators she's here to build something Beyonce is a pure generator and she's meant to master 
her performances, to master her career, to master her skills until she pretty much can't master them anymore. Once she's mastered her songwriting techniques, she moved into mastering her sultry voice and vocal tones. And then when she mastered her tones and her songwriting, she went to master her visual performances. I remember there was a time when, especially when she was in Destiny's Child, I never knew what Beyonce sounded like um, because she never talked. Kelly was really the spokesperson of the group. And then when she did talk, um, it just wasn't any personality kind of driven kind of thing. But it's okay because, you know, she might come off as boring to some people. But, you know, she's Beyonce and she puts all her creativity and all of her voice and vocals and her um, what she's about into her performances, into her music. So mastery is really what generators need to learn here. They need to build something. And now everybody's, you know, like, oh, you know, if Beyonce has the same 24 hours in a day, that's BS. You are not Beyonce, especially for my non-sacral energy types. And shoot, even my sacral energy types, generators and manifesting generators, you still can't be Beyonce. Beyonce has a team um, of people. She had about 80 people in the behind the scenes team to execute her vision. But you have to also realize that that took time to get to her to get her to that level to where she had that team. But you can use some of the principles of Beyonce's career to master your life because what happens with generators is that and I get this all the time when when I um, do chart analysis coaching everything generators they suffer from um, they get kind of um, upset at the plateaus because when generators are mastering something they will get stuck in these plateaus to where nothing is happening and I recently spoke with a generator I did a chart analysis and because you know she's worked on herself she explained how she respects the plateau because the plateaus for generators they're really there to help you they're there to help you figure things out a little bit more for you to actually um, start doing more research for you to really hone in on what you're trying to master so a lot of generators they get frustrated they get unhappy and angry because they're not moving forward with their passions I always like to tell generators whatever career choice that you do choose make sure that that career choice has a longevity um, kind of span to it that it's not something short term, meaning that if you wanted to be a hairstylist and you're a generator, so you go to hair school, you, you know, you learn everything, you love stuff. And then all of a sudden you learn how to cut and color hair. Now, anybody who's a hairstylist who's listening to this or anybody who is a woman listening to this, um, Cut and color is expensive and there is a reason why because a good colorist and a good stylist who can cut your hair is expensive because why it takes mastery. There's skills and techniques that you need to learn to in in order 
to get the perfect shape for somebody, to mix the proper chemicals and balance them out right with different hair textures. So if you want it to be a hairstylist who specializes in cut and color, if you're a generator, your goal then is to master that over time to at some point, you know, open your own cut and color salon and then maybe have your own cut and color classes and then be at the top of your game there. So mastery is about taking what you want to do, how you want to do it and looking at the long haul of that career or that um, profession or you being an entrepreneur. You can do mastery within anything. Now for the careers that were you, yes, you need a degree like a doctor, a lawyer or a professor. Your goal would then be to look at the trajectory of the long haul of that as a generator. Like what's the top that you can do as a doctor? Like, yes, you can become, you know, if you're a heart surgeon, you can become the top heart surgeon. But then after that, you can start speaking um, about the benefits of exercise. You can start doing TV appearances as a, you know, a heart surgeon. There's so many things that you can master within your career. So for generators, it's very important to whatever you do find your passion. And now, and we'll get into this, your passion is going to come from external acknowledgement. That's for one. Like I said, the generator's whole model is to respond, then act. And what does responding mean? And I talked about this in the strategy um, podcast. And I also talked about talk about this in my mini course, The Art of the Strategy. But generators are to respond to life and then act. And so most of the time, generators won't know that they um, truly are, you know, loving something, especially when it comes to their career until they're in it. But things are out external from them. So I always, you'll always hear me use shoes as a reference. I have no idea, maybe because I'm a Pisces and I'm ruled by the feet. But a typical generator response would be if you wanted to start a shoelace company and you started making shoelaces and you just made them for fun, just for yourself. And then you're walking down the street and someone says, hey, I love those shoelaces. Where'd you get them from? And then you say, oh, I made them myself. And then you just keep on going about your business. And then the next day you see a sign, you know, a sneaker store going out of business, all shoelaces, 75% off. Now you customize shoelaces. So that's a sign. It's an external sign. Same thing, you go to a friend's and they say, oh my gosh, I love those shoelaces. Where'd you get those? Oh, I made them. And then your friend says, oh my gosh, you should sell them. And then boom, that's something for you to respond to. That's something external outside of you for you to respond to. So that's one of the first things that generators need to do is they need to identify your skills. What comes to you? What do people um, normally say that you're good at what do people um always encourage you to put more out there of um what type of careers have you always been guided to um in your life look at those and then use that to identify your skills the next step is to focus on your skills now take it back to beyonce with the identifying your skills before i move to focusing on skills Beyonce's parents didn't know she could sing. She was at school one day. She was just singing a little tune and the teacher recognized that she could sing. That's an external acknowledgement. 
her teacher told her father her father was like oh sing for me he was like oh okay you can sing and her father was like all right let's put together this little girl group and we're gonna do this now they did that and then the second step for generators focus on your skills matthew pretty much um created a old school motown boot camp for the girls where they were running and singing they were performing all over star search talent shows everything to focus on becoming this ultimate girl group training them so for my generators focusing on your skills is going to take time it's going to take studying it's going to take knowing what the market wants or knowing what you want within your career field or as an entrepreneur, knowing what your clients want and focusing on your skills, getting better at them. So if you have a business and we'll go back to hairstyling and you know that right now the trends are colored hair, what you should be doing right now is learning how to color hair for different hair textures, for different hair types um, that don't damage the hair because you know that there's a process. How do you color dark hair? Um, without damaging it how do you take someone um from you know blonde to you know orange without turning their hair green all of those things it's just examples focusing on your skills mastering those skills and then for my the next step for my generators which is very hard for you which is probably the hardest is mastering one skill at a time at times it is challenging for generators to master one skill at a time because you have your counterparts manifesting generators who can multitask and do everything everybody can multitask i'm not saying you cannot do that but for manifesting generators and generators if you're going to multitask keep it in the same wheelhouse so if you but the main focus needs to be (laughs) mastering one thing it needs to be have that one goal that one ultimate goal so you have Beyonce she's a generator she has mastered the art of entertaining then you have Oprah she's a pure generator she has mastered the art of communicating she's a great communicator she's a great interviewer she that's what she's known for the best interviewers the best you know that Oprah show And then I'll I'll throw this in there. You know, some might not like this, but Kim Kardashian, she's a pure generator. Kim Kardashian, whether you like it or not, her dressing and putting on makeup and building this lifestyle brand for her family, that's an art. She's mastered that. I couldn't put that much attention to detail and um, into my looks every day. That's a job for her. Um, you know, yes, I put on makeup every day cause I liked like it, but she, she, there's so much planning. There's so many things that go into that. She's mastered that. So think about mass having the uh, umbrella of, you know, things that you make, you know, that you have, but you have one focus that it's one or not an umbrella. Think of a pyramid. Like, so the top of the pyramid, you want to be a doctor, and that's, I, well, I won't use that because that's really focused. <laughs> that's mastery there. Um, I will use hairstylist again. You want to be the best hairstylist. You're a pure generator. 
best colorist, best hair, you know, best colorist, best cut person out there. So there's other things that you can do in the interim. Um, you can learn how to make wigs. You can learn how to put extensions in. But the ultimate goal is to become the ultimate colorist and the ultimate um, hair, you know, hair cut person. I'm probably saying that wrong. Um, but while you're mastering that, you can dibble and dabble in other things. But the main goal, the focus is color and cutting. That's it. And elevating yourself, elevating your career to do that. And then as you are mastering one thing at a time, you need to keep working on them as you grow. Um, mastery, as you know, is a, it's a long haul. Um, we'll use, I just posted this on, you know, Instagram. Regina King is an excellent example. If, you know, people are unfamiliar with Regina King, Regina King started on this show called 227. I was a baby or was I was a young, young kid when this came out. I remember, and I just remember her being on the show. It's a great show. 227 happened years ago, like years ago. And here's Regina King out here in these acting streets. Like, well, you know what? My goal one day is to be the best. So she disappeared for a little bit. And technically she didn't disappear because I believe somewhere in her story that she wasn't disappearing. She was just auditioning. Um, she was living her life a little bit um, because she was a child actress, but she was also honing her craft. I do remember her saying that at one point she just spent time honing her craft and that was her plateau period. She might've been frustrated as hell, not getting any jobs, not working the way that she wanted to. And then all of a sudden here's the reemergence of Regina King over the years of her popping in here, popping in there. Then she's with Sandra Bullock working with her and then she's getting Oscar nominations. Then you have Ray and then you're seeing this person where Hollywood's like, oh my gosh, Regina King is amazing. She's a phenomenal actress. But all along, she's been perfecting her craft when you didn't see her. And that's what generators need to do is perfect your craft when people don't see you. So when you reemerge, you will already be there. So there's no hesitation to give you the job or to, um, you know, work with you or partner with you if you're an entrepreneur or for a client to work or for a client to work with you because you've already been doing the work. So people might not see you, but you're studying, you're honing, you're crafting what you want to do. And that's what she did. And then here we go. She gets this role in this movie that, yes, there was Oscar buzz about, you know, if Bill Street could talk, but nobody really expected it to do what it did. And then she plays this phenomenal role and boom, there's her Academy Award. Now, yes, it's, you know, great for this role that she won it for, but you have all these other roles that, you know, she was nominated for Ray. She did so many other great roles, but this is the role that got her here. And now she's not only an Academy Award winning actress. She just signed a deal with a Netflix, I believe, to produce um, projects. So she's been working towards this for so long. And that's something else that generators have to, have to, have to, have to. You have to understand that mastery takes time. 
it's not going to be overnight. It's not going to be something that might not happen in five years. It might not happen in 10, but you have to be okay with that if you do want to be the best. Everyone talks about being the best, but do we really understand that the best takes time, especially for my generators? The best takes time. For my generators who are in your 20s, I'm sending you virtual hugs because you're probably frustrated, especially in a world where instant gratification is so prominent when you are here to master and build something yes you can probably do it in a short amount of time absolutely but is it going to have any value is it going to have any substance can you look back 15 years and be like wow look at whatever I look at what I've accomplished if you can't do that then stop chasing the quick fixes figure out something that you want to do that you love to do and let it happened to you. Let your life come to you. Start working towards that. And for the people listening to this who are not generators and you have generators in your life, support them. Because imagine you having this big goal, this big dream, and you have to master something. You're here on this earth to build and work and you're here to master something over time. Imagine how frustrating that might be that your career might not take off in two years that it might take five years, that for you to become the best, it might take seven to 10 years. Support them from that angle of understanding that it's going to take time for them to reach their goals. It's going to take time for them to master what they're here to do. And as you support them, you can help them through those tough times of those plateaus that will get hella frustrating for them. Um, A plateau is like, it's a gift and a curse. It's one minute, nothing's happening, but it's also a time of reflection, a time of getting to know what you're doing more, a little bit more in depth, et cetera. Now, the last tip that I have for generators is only compete against your last top performance. Beyonce, that's what she did, is she competed against her last performance. Now, Some other thoughts about homecoming that generators should know is that the eight months of Beyonce putting on this, you know, practice time, what was four months with the band, four months with the dancers and then Coachella, that's also a accumulation of 20 years of performing to be able to come back into your field and put on that performance. So eight months to us seems a long time. Um, well, yeah, it seems like a, a, a short amount of time to some of us. I mean, a longer amount of time to some of us, but to somebody who's already been doing it for 20 plus years, that was a short time because she had to work up to that. Imagine if you just started performing and you just started learning, sing, not just started performing, but, you, but you're a new artist, maybe your second album second album there's no way a second album artist could have been put on homecoming they just couldn't because they didn't have the skin in the game to do it Beyonce has a track record of 20 plus years of putting on performances and she's gotten her creativity level up to that point 
where she can execute what is in her mind and put it out to the world. I remember a part of the documentary, she was talking to the team and she said, we're not there yet because what we feel on stage, when I look at it, I don't feel that. That is mastery right there in its finest. It took her 20 years to get to that point where she can correlate what she feels on stage, what the dancers are feeling on stage, what the band is feeling on stage to know that the people in the audience, they're not feeling this. I can tell from watching it. So now we have to fill in those gaps and help them understand that what we're feeling while we're doing this. That's something you can't learn in two years or three years or two or three albums. That's time. So look at that as a you know, a way of saying, okay, well, if Beyonce still needs space and opportunity to think that way, what makes you think that you don't? And for my non-generators, what you can take away from this working in your own um, energy um, and how, you know, your strategy is that, you know, mastery is for everyone, you know, for my manifesting generators, since you can multitask, you still need to master something because you're here to master something, but you're here to find shortcuts to mastery for my projectors. The moral of this from a generator's perspective is like I always say for projectors, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. So there's, you know, a dancer who was in homecoming and she might've been a projector. I'm just saying this example. And she, you know, went to college. She was on the dance team and she practiced and practiced and practiced and she graduated and she could have not practiced anymore, but she said, you know what? I'm going to start decide to practice. I'm going to still be involved in the school a little bit. I'm still going to take dance classes. And then she gets a call and she's ready for maybe something that she did two or three years ago in her life. And so that's something else that projectors can take away. You can master your own things as well. And then when those invitations come, boom, there you go. For my manifestors, mastery for you would look like when you inform people, you know what the fuck you're talking about. You can back that up when people question you or when people come at you sideways. Because I know a lot of manifestors, people come at them sideways a lot when they um, inform. But when people come at you sideways and you're informing, you can automatically go ahead and you can spit your talk, you know, talk your talk and you know what you're talking about. For my reflectors, mastery for you is mirroring and being that mirror for what you want to do and, um, you know, assimilating to that. So if you wanted to be in homecoming and let's say you were part of the band and, um, you know, just feeding off that energy of everybody being there would, you know, be something that a reflector would do. So mastery is for everyone, but particularly for generators, it is most important. It is how you're going to make your money, hands down. You're going to make your money through mastering, being the best of something, being the best doctor, being the best lawyer, being the best graphic designer, being the best writer, being the best copywriter, being the best of something. So, and it doesn't mean that you have to be world renowned copywriter. You be the best of in your community, in your um, 
tribe that you build and that's what you become the best at it so mastery is for everyone like I said but it's about you creating your own mastery within your own community the your own foundations so generators if you are feeling stuck if you are feeling like WTF I don't want to hear that I'm trying to you know get my life popping right now I'll ask you to take a deep breath, relax, and write down what does mastery look like to you. If you had to look at your career, um, look at you being an entrepreneur, what is being the best of in that field look like to you? What does being the best of in your entrepreneurial journey look like to you? Because everybody's journey, everybody's um, what they want is totally different. My goals are different from your goals. You know, you might want, um, you know, a personal chef. I might like to cook every night. So look at what mastery is for you if you're a generator listening to that. And the same for other, uh, the other aura types. What does mastery mean to you? And make it work within your aura type and your strategy. So that's today's podcast. I'm not going to tell you who's up next. But you might guess, I like going in order, guys. That's just me. That's just my um my strategy brain and um, my researcher kind of brain. I like going in order. So I'm not promising manifesting generators will be next, but probably <laughs> probably will be next. Um, so if you have any questions, don't feel, um, be afraid to email me or send me a DM. And um, if you have any help my aura questions, I can answer your um, your question about your aura type and the people involved on the podcast. And you can just send me an email at hello at acbrown.com and put in the subject line, help my aura. And also check out my mini course, The Art of the Strategy. It's $27. I'll give you some tips and tricks about creating opportunities and abundance based off your strategy type. And if you want a human design reading who you are in human design, um, definitely look at my website for that information, or you can go to my Instagram and click the link in the bio. And if you don't know your aura type, and this is your first time listening to this podcast, go listen to the other podcasts. Um, send me your information by clicking the link in my Instagram bio, and I can tell you what your aura type is. And if you don't know my Instagram, it's AC. Brown. It's just A Y C E E Brown. Um, also, lastly but not least, <laughs> um, to all of my generators, keep mastering stuff, keep doing your thing, keep striving for your version of excellence. That's another thing. Um, excellence is what you make it. Don't look at anybody else. Um, this is for all aura types, but mostly for generators. Don't look at anybody else's version of excellence but your own. Um, you create your own level of excellence and that's really important on your journey to mastery. So thank you so much for listening to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight. I will be back with another episode very, very soon and enjoy the rest of your week and I hope you have good vibes and great energy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at AC Brown and also check out my website for products and services at www.acbrown.com. 
And until we meet again, make sure you have a great week filled with good vibes and good energy.